Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast. You'll hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and writers that cover the NFL on a daily basis. The New Orleans Saints podcast starts right now. Here's your host, Aaron Summers. Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast. I'm Aaron Summers. What a week it has been. The first four days of training camp are behind us. Head coach Dennis Allen has been preaching competition and it's definitely been high throughout camp. Offense, defensive battles have been so much fun to watch. I think every day there have been a couple plays that have gone one way or the other. We saw some really deep balls being thrown today in Saturday's practice. We saw a lot of different players in different positions. Taysom Hill getting his first quarterback reps on Friday. And then Alvin Kamara, he was working out solely with the wide receivers today. So they're mixing some things up, seeing what people can do. And that's actually one reason why running back Jamal Williams said he just loves being here. I, I love this team. Honestly, I just love how the team is selfless. Everybody's competing. We got so much talent in every position and just how we just competing every day. And <laughs> it's just great. It's just going to make me a better player, making, making all of us better players. And I just love how everybody's just supporting each other. And for real, it's iron sharpens iron. And we go at it every day in practice. Like there's no, no animosity like after practice. Like during practice, we going after each other, talking trash, getting after it have some feelings, fighting and all that. But after practice, we all jostling it up, giving handshakes, loving on each other, because that's just what you're supposed to do as a team. Like, you're supposed to go through those in practice. Because when you go against another team, they're going to be like, man, these these guys is different. Because now we're going against other people that we don't even, you know, it's just for a game. Now we really just let it all out, and then we gone. But I just enjoy this team. I'm just enjoying the process. Like, I'm grateful to be here, and I'm really just trying to give everything I got here. Williams is going to be somebody that's fun to talk to, fun to watch. Cannot wait to see him actually get into a game. Preseason will be here before you know it. And then the first game against the Titans in the Superdome, it's going to be incredible. The fans have come out in full force the past two days with the fans being able to be here at training camp. That's been a lot of fun, providing a lot of energy. And head coach Dennis Allen said he's been really pleased with the past four days of camp. Look, I thought another good day. Um... You know, I thought there was some give and take out there today. It was, it was good to see some of the explosive plays offensively today. Um, that's an area I think we can improve on, so that was good to see. Um, guys are still out there competing. They're working extremely hard, pushing through the heat. It's hot out there today, but uh, guys push through, and um, I think we're getting a lot accomplished in these first four days. Now, in talking to all of the players this week, there has been one word that has come up over and over again, and that is Super Bowl. And actually, I don't even know if it's two words. I get that confused sometimes because you see it both ways. Either way, people are talking about it. Every single player has brought it up as a goal for this season. And here's Jawan Johnson on why he thinks it's actually something that's very attainable for this team. Everybody's trying to win a Super Bowl. But first thing we got to do is win you know, our division. I mean, there's so many banners up here, us winning our division. That carries us into the playoffs, and then who knows what happens in the playoffs. But I think we just got to take care of one thing at a time, and I think that's just winning our division. Winning our division, first seed, Super Bowl. And that's been everybody's goal. But the thing is, is like how many people actually mean it, how many people are actually going to do it. And I think we have a real shot at doing it, but you know, we just got to really believe it, stay healthy, and we're going to do it. 
that tight end room is looking stacked. You talked to Jimmy Graham this week. It's been great seeing him back on the field. Foster Morrow. You see Taysom Hill in there sometimes. Of course, Jawan Johnson. And then you have people like Lucas Kroll. It is such a deep room. Saints off on Sunday, but they will be here Monday in pads. Here's head coach Dennis Allen on what he expects once the pads come on. Well, I mean, look, you want to see the physicality ramp up. I, I mean, I think that's uh, what we're going to see. And, and, and so, you know, you look at some of the run game stuff. Um, you know, it's a little bit hard to evaluate at times. We talked about this yesterday. You know, you can understand whether, whether or not guys are in, you know, the right fits or not. But, you know, does the three technique get off the block and actually make the play or not? You know, and so we'll have an opportunity to see that, uh, you know, as we get into the pads. This is a big weekend throughout all of the NFL. The NFL Network puts on their big back-together weekend where all 32 teams are featured on their coverage. The Saints were featured on Saturday's NFL coverage as they had NFL analyst David Carr here on hand to watch his brother Derek and provide some insight for the league. I was able to catch up with David during practice to see what he was watching and what he thinks about the Saints this season. David, thank you so much for joining me on the New Orleans Saints podcast. It's awesome to have the NFL Network and you out here today. How much are you enjoying taking in a little bit of Saints practice? Yeah, it's fun. I'm, I'm kind of double dipping. So I'm like the analyst, but then I kind of like keep turning around to see what my brother's up to. So it's it's been fun. This is the first time I've got to see them live. And I've, I've had some teams to compare them to in the past, some of his Vegas teams and Oakland teams. And this team is just looking at the film last night. I was watching it at his house and he was kind of showing me some of his stuff on the iPad and they're so deep, like um, from a talent standpoint, there's so many different options that are available to you from a, from a play caller standpoint, from a quarterback standpoint. So just trying to like walk him through and talk him through, like, how are you guys going to come out this year? Like, how are you going to attack defenses? And he's like, we just say however we want really. So it's, it comes down to the matchups each week and that's what they're trying to develop here in training camp. And it's about the process. And, and Derek knows that as they, they work through all this stuff, but there's, there's so many different playmakers um, like you just see Rashid Shahid, number 22, like to change his number. That threw me off a little bit, but <laughs> he's he's a burner. And he, but he plays running back, plays receiver, Taysom, same thing. He was just out there on the field, and I'm trying to figure out what he does. And they're just like, he just plays football. So it's it's really cool to see um, the collection of talent that they've assembled. And then on, on the defensive side, it's the same thing. Like the corners are making really like routine plays that you think that um, you should be able to complete from an offensive standpoint. They're They're contesting those balls. So. That's rare too. So they have they have some depth there. Obviously, we know that the interior with the linebacker position with Cam up front, they're going to be solid there. But it's it's nice to have experience in the back. I mean, just everywhere. I, I try and look at it like as an analyst. You're like, okay, where are the holes? Like, how is this team? You know, just injuries really was what kind of plagued them last year. You know, and if you can get some consistency, just from the same guys in the field all year, it starts at the quarterback position, obviously, but then it kind of trickles on down. And if you can stay healthy especially in this division, it's, as everyone's been saying all year, it's wide open, you know, you just find a way to win your division, get a home playoff game. And especially if it's in New Orleans, anything can happen. You know, it should be fun. There's a lot to unpack there that you just talked you know, about. <laughs> I just unloaded everything. But. <laughs> Let's start with how do you watch for what Derek's doing and try to take in what the rest of the team is doing? Yeah, that's a good question. So like I've had to kind of figure that out as I've gone. Um, and especially as I've worked with the NFL network, it's, you try to look at the whole picture. Um, and I, I think I would do that anyway, just from a quarterback's perspective. That's kind of what makes it easier um, about doing my job and then being being a big brother also is 
that's kind of what I, I do anyway. You look at the big picture as a quarterback to see, you know, where you have to get better uh, from a team standpoint, from an individual standpoint. So I think that's it's been a little bit easier um, as I've as I've kind of grown, gotten older. I don't necessarily just watch his mechanics. You know, I don't even think about his mechanics or think about him as an individual player. I kind of just look at the whole thing like uh, maybe like a fan would and see how good can this team be? Can this team match up with teams in the NFC like the Eagles and San Francisco and well, how do they match up with teams that Derek was in the AFC with Kansas City? Like, can they? And yes, and the answer is yeah, absolutely. So I think that that's the fun part is where you try to like try to tamper your enthusiasm a little bit as an analyst and as a brother. But and you know, there's a lot of work to be done. It's hot out here. Like we're hiding in the shade, but it's like they're out there sweating and they go through it. So they got a lot of work that is still ahead of them. So they have to kind of take a day by day approach to get a lot of those answers. But for us, we can kind of sit here and say, no, this team can compete with anybody. You know, if they stay healthy, they'll be right there at the end with all the teams in the NFC, and then and then who knows what happens. How much better is going up against a defense like this going to make Derek and the rest of the offense, and then vice versa? Because I yeah. talked to Tyron Matthew the other day, and he said, and you have to cover every blade of grass when it comes to Derek Carr. Yeah, that's a really good point. It was funny. We were watching some film last night, and – Derek showed me a play where, where Tyron is on the, on the backside, wasn't really even involved in the play. Any other safety would have just kind of covered grass and and would have just kind of done their job, but not really been involved in the play. And he made he made a play down the middle on Olave, and he shouldn't even been there. But that's the cool part about this team is they're loaded with veteran guys. So you have some young talent, obviously. And you got some. We could talk about those guys all day, the, the guys that are coming up. But it's really about that veteran group and about guys that don't just cover grass, but they cover every blade of grass, right, like you said. And they're really covering for each other. They work well. Offense and defensive practices have been really competitive um, all the way through the spring, even until now. And it's really tough, man, when you're playing against veteran guys. It's like we're not just going to go cover just to cover. We're going we're gonna to make a play. And the cool part is the defensive staff, the offensive staff, and Dennis Allen has done a great job of this. He gives them the freedom to do that, you know, because he trusts these guys. I heard Bill Belichick say that the other day. He said, I trust every player on my roster. And you kind of have to, you know, as a, as a coach. I think that's like the one thing that people lack when they get in those positions is they don't trust the guys that are on the field. And that's At the end of the day, that's, we, have to, we have to run the plays. We have to feel comfortable with it. And we have to make the plays. So it doesn't really matter what the coach thinks or how he feels if we can't pull it off on the field. And that's the cool part about this team is they got a lot of guys they can trust and they have track records of being trustworthy. So it'll be fun. One of those guys would be defensive end Cameron Jordan. They've had so much changeover on the defensive line, most change out of any position group on the team. How important is it for them to really solidify that to be successful? Yeah, it's really important. I think that What's really cool about what I saw Mickey do in the offseason and, and his group is they, they did lose some defensive guys, and you saw that happen early in free agency, but then they kind of reloaded. They went to the draft. They got Brian, which I'm going to mess his name up because I still went Brzee. Okay. I'm getting there. I've been in New Orleans one day. I've already figured it out. But I watched him in one-on-ones, and he's just he's a machine. He's bull rushing. I kind of went back and kind of just tried to get some history of, of Brian and and what he's all about and just kind of hearing about his time at Clemson and what he went through. I know Hunter Renfro really well, obviously with, with Vegas. He just kind of walked me through it and he's like, he's, he could be a superstar and he just has to be healthy, you know? And I think that it's funny how that works out. Timing sometimes is crazy. And so you lose some of those guys in the defense line, but you reload with some young guys, with some veteran guys that fill certain voids. Maybe they want to be a little bit better against the run this year than maybe they were last year. Maybe that's why you let some of those guys go. So there's, there's calculated um, things that you do in the front office that, 
haven't been around Mickey a long time, but he's done a fantastic job, just in my opinion, um, over the last you know, several months of putting this team together. You've been around Derek Carr for a long time. How is his mentality different being at a new place, and, and how is he settling in? Yeah, you know, what's good about Derek is he always um, he always tries to make sure everyone in the room feels like they have his full attention. So I knew that that was like that was going to be one of the things um, when he came to a new team that he wasn't going to have to worry about because a lot of times as a quarterback when you go into a new group, it's hard to kind of be able to communicate and just relate to everybody on the other side of the ball too, the guys in the black shirts. But he's great at that. So that was like instant. You know, so I didn't I didn't worry about that. Um, the thing with him is, is he's been in Vegas for so long. He's been with the Raiders for so long. It's different. You know, it's a different training facility. It's a different coaching staff. And that was the thing that I was not concerned about. But I'm curious how long that was going to take for him to kind of get acclimated, and get comfortable. But it was almost like that day he called me the first meeting he had with Pete Carmichael. He's like, we're in the right place, man. I'm like, OK, cool. So he feels comfortable with Pete. That's for me. That's it. Like. Because you're going to put good players in the field, especially good, you know, good front offices like what 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 Mickey has. They're going to put good players in the field, but it's about that that conversation that you have with Pete every day with Dennis Allen, uh, the direction of the team. Uh, that stuff is the most important, and this is a perfect match for him. So, I think from a personality standpoint, it's great. From a playing standpoint, couldn't be better. So, really happy with the situation. How fun is it for you to be able to come here, bring your family out, stay at his house, and, yeah. and make a big event of it? Yeah, it's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. My my daughter's she's my youngest daughter. She's five, and she's just now learning the concept of like time and how long things take. And so usually when we tell her it's going to be an hour, she's like, I can't. But we had to drive to L.A. from our house in Bakersfield, Central California, and then we had to fly out. So I'm telling her it's going to be two hours, and it's going to be four hours, and she, and she was fine with it. She was like, Yeah, I get to see Derek. She was totally happy. Didn't complain one time. So that kind of gives you a glimpse into like how cool it is for us to be able to get together with each other because we don't get to do it a lot. We were able to do it in Tahoe last the, about a month ago at a golf tournament, but it's rare that we all get to kind of be together. So this is like it's work, yes, but it's also a really cool time to kind of see where my brother's family lives and see their new city, get some good food and uh, some really good pastries down here. Yeah, it's pretty good. I tried those last night, but. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I love it. You've been to a lot of training camps. How does being here, seeing the Saints fans stack up? That was really cool. We saw the St. Augustine uh, marching band come in early. That was loud and really fun. Almost got in the back of our shot, which I was fine with. <laughs> and uh, I was going to give them a shout out, but they ended up kind of exiting. But then the fans all kind of cruised in and they were telling me that this is sold out, you know, yeah. every day. Um, so that's another cool heat. thing. I, I can't imagine like why someone would want to do that, but especially when you guys can play indoors in a couple months or a couple weeks, but it's it just kind of, it's a credit to the people. And, and when I watch like the big plays happen and they cheer like it's game day, like I'm like, guys, it's like uh, July 29th. We got plenty of time, but no, they don't care. They're happy to have football. They love their saints. Obviously you can't go into like any, not even gas station without saints gear everywhere. Like it's all over the place. So you definitely can tell that they love their team and they deserve a winner. It's, it's super fun. I've played in new Orleans before, unfortunately, it's not easy. It's very difficult to play in that arena. Uh, but if you're on the home team, it's fantastic. And they got, what, 15 games in, indoors this year. Obviously, the, all the home games are going to be crazy and, and a lot of fun. So we'll have to come out maybe a day early to enjoy the festivities fully. But it'll be fun. Yeah, definitely get some good food, everything yeah. like that. Yeah. You've had a very successful post-playing career yeah. doing the, the media side of things. How much have you enjoyed that? Uh, it's fun. I, I like, you know, I told Derek... Uh, when I got into it, because I took a couple years off, I wasn't really sure if I wanted to do it, but 
and he was playing. And I was around. I would go to training camps. I'm like, I don't know, man. I played forever. Like, I might as well stick around and kind of see if I can do something in the TV world. And at the time, it was it was just NFL Films in Philly or flying out to New York. And we're from California, so it's, it's a long way. But they opened a studio in L.A., and I just went down there and did a show with one of my old players, Sean O'Hare, who still works at the network. Um, and then I was like, well, if I can work here, this is great. So it's been really cool to kind of stay in it because it's so funny how, like, everybody just changes shirts. Like, all these guys, like even Dennis Allen, like I was looking back, 2009, I think I played here with the Giants. He was on the sideline babyface, like, but he was blitzing me nonstop. Like, I hit him up. I was like, dude, you literally brought pressure on every snap I was in. Like, I played, like, the last quarter, but it was like – Every snap was a blitz, but it was it was fun. So, I mean, I think the just being around the game is fun to me. Um, I coach high school football, but the NFL, there's something about it. It's just like the it's the pinnacle, right? It's the details are so fine. It's such a hard game. Like that's why I love being able to analyze it and kind of explain it to the fans. Because if I can explain it to where Derek will kind of give a, a nod of approval. Like I might've said something correct and kind of given the fans some insight, but then also my like 11 year old daughter is kind of entertained by what we're doing. Then I think that I won. Right. So yeah. if she can kind of semi understand the game, we have a little bit of love for it, but then Derek is also not embarrassed by what I said. Then I think I did a good job. All right. You brought DA up. So I got to ask, how have you seen just his career progress from what he was when you saw him baby yeah. face on the sideline yeah. to what he's doing now, the defenses that he's put together? Well, he's a great defensive coordinator. I know that there's like a handful of guys that you just don't want to face because I feel like that they're in your playbook, and, and D.A. was always one of those guys. So he's done a great job as far as that goes. And now him actually – I feel like this this for the first time is his team. Like this year, maybe maybe last year, not not so much, and they went through some injuries. And I still feel like there was like a little bit of a cloud of Sean Payton kind of floating over him. But, you know, getting Derek in here was huge for him. I remember talking to, to D.A. early in, the, in that process. He's like, I just have to get him here. Like, I have to have him here because I know how he works. I know his work ethic. I know what he's going to do to the rest of the guys around. It's going to be consistent. It's going to be good. Uh, he's going to make the right decisions in the clutch. And so I think that that, just seeing him just today, it's a lot more relaxed. He feels at peace with where he's at as a team. I think he likes his depth. Uh, but he's a great coach. There's a lot of great coaches in the league, but and not a lot of them get opportunities like this. And so I know that he feels very blessed to be in this position. Um He's excited to have this opportunity. I'm praying that everybody stays healthy and, and he can actually go enjoy this for what kind of he's put together. But he's he's going to be a good one. Thank you so much for the time. Yeah. I appreciate all the insight and we look forward to seeing you again later this season. Of course, I'll definitely be around. Really appreciate David taking the time. As you heard him say, he will be back this season, so I'm sure we'll catch up with him again. Really looking forward to another week of training camp. Thank you for listening to the Saints podcast this week. It is back three days a week throughout the rest of the season, so do not miss it. We're going to get back to our normal schedule Monday, Wednesday, and Friday podcast. So mark your calendars, download it, listen wherever you get your podcast. We would love to hear feedback, so please hit me up on Twitter at Aaron E. Summers. Have a great rest of the weekend, and thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Saints podcast. Join us three times per week on NewOrleansSaints.com, the Saints mobile app, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Saints podcast.